Welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a mindset coach and master energy healer here to provide a conscious view and tools on navigating goddess spirituality. Here we discuss all things love, sex, relationships, mindset, manifesting confidence, and more. So you can live an abundant, stress-free life full of pleasure and be the woman that lights up a room. Hello, my lovelies. So today we'll be talking about religious trauma. And basically my goal is to dismantle religion. So we're going to be diving into religion and sex. And this is going to relate to a lot of you that have a relationship with God. So if you are Catholic, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, any of those, I know there's so many different things but so many different religions. But uh, the point that I want you to really understand is that it doesn't matter who we are believing in or what we are believing in. A lot of us, majority of us, we just have faith, right? So some of you believe in God. Some of you believe in the universe like me. Some of you feel connected to Buddha, Jesus, like other ascended masters. And that doesn't matter. But what does matter is that we can all agree on the fact that there is a higher power out there, right? So coincidences and such, they those things that fucking happen, they're synchronistic alignment, right? They are the universe or God putting two and two together and giving us miracles. So we can all agree that there is a higher power there. It doesn't believe whether you believe in God or the universe. That's the main thing. So when we look at the church, something I want you to understand is that the church is not God. The church is not God. God is God. The church is a church. The church is humans inside of a building talking about quote unquote God. And I put that in quotations because hear me out. And I also want to preface Take what you want and leave what doesn't resonate with with you, okay? I'm going to say a bunch of things that have helped so many of my clients and I want you to like tap into your soul and take what really resonates with you and let go of whatever doesn't, okay? And come back to it. Maybe it'll make sense later. So when it comes to God, the universe, whatever it is, that connection lies within you. It's in your body. It's not an external thing. So I want you to ask yourself, what, what is a moment where you have felt so connected like there is something else out there? Like you feel so amazed by the world. You know what I mean? So for me, it's looking at the stars, sunrise, the sunset, that makes me feel so spiritually connected. When I'm in the jungle, when I go to Hawaii, or when I went to Tulum, it just fucking wakes me up and it's invigorating. So it doesn't matter what it is. The point being is that connection where you feel so at one, you feel so aligned and like there's something bigger than you, that is you being connected to your spirituality or religion. Going to a church does not make you religious. Going to a church does not mean then you communicate with God because God is everywhere. God is everywhere. God is within you. Like you can communicate with God whenever you want. God is not only available to you in a church. 
Does that make sense? So you don't have to go to a church to talk to God or even like your loved ones that have passed away. You can do it in those moments where you feel so aligned, grounded, connected at one because then you're connected to those ethereal energies, to God, the universe. When you go to the church at the end of the day, it's basically a human's perspective of the Bible that they are regurgitating. I don't want to trigger anyone in this. I don't want you to think that, oh, like the Bible is right. Like you don't know if the Bible is the ultimate truth. I personally don't believe that. It doesn't feel like the truth in the in my body, even the Quran. Okay, like I've read both. It doesn't feel true in my body. I've done all the religious studies, so I've been there. Like I, for me, I have never felt, you know, the whole no sex before marriage, sex is bad, you can only love one purpose. Like I never believed that they were the truth. So I want you to tap into those things, right? Like you want to tap into your body. So you know what? Let's do this right now. So I want you, if you're not driving, close your eyes. And take a couple deep breaths. Letting go on your out breath. I want you to place your hands on your heart for me. Focus all your attention on your heart space. Literally bring all of your awareness to your heart space. I want you to imagine God standing in front of you, whatever it is that you believe in, tuning into your heart, and what feels like the truth of an answer. So let's ask the question of, is having sex before marriage bad? What feels like the truth in your body? The truth feels like an exhale. So what feels like the truth in your body? When it comes to your connection with God, just ask him any question. What is the truth? Is it okay for you to have your shoulders showing? What is he saying? He is unconditional love. So what does unconditional love say? I want you to feel how this feels in your heart. Feel how this feels like an exhale.
Feel how this feels like an exhale. And what else is the truth? Beautiful. Now you can open your eyes. So what I want you to empower yourself to do is to tune into what the truth feels like for you. Remember, it's for you. What is your truth? I want you to empower yourselves. I want you to look at religion. You know, religions, there is no one right way. There is no right. The only thing that is right is what it feels like in your heart. And I can tell you right fucking now, and I swear to God on this, there is no part of my body, there never has been, and same with some of the clients that I've worked with, there's no part of my body that says having sex before marriage is bad. There is no part of it. Having sex with someone that you don't like, maybe, right? Because that's not really in, in alignment with your truth. But having sex with someone before marriage, that is an intimate, special connection. There is nothing wrong with that, according to my truth and according to the God that I know. So what I want you to empower yourself to understand is that the church or what you have read online or have been told, you've been told that by a human. You have not been told that by God. That same human can tell you that, you know, it's totally fine for everyone to have guns in your house. That to me doesn't feel right. You know, that's an example. I respect everyone's choices. But the bottom line is a human, someone in the church is a human. It doesn't matter if they've gone through their whole priest thing, whatever it is, the training. It's still a human perception of something that was written in the Bible that we don't know if that's even true. So a book that I want you to actually obtain is called Mary Magdalene Revealed by Megan Watterson. And this book basically shares a whole chunk that was taken out of the Bible. So when you look at the Bible, it's very patriarchal, right? It's very much so men have the power, women don't, don't have sex before marriage, shame. And when you think about it, so many of you that I know have a lot of shame about premarital sex. And I want you to tune into that shame. And I want you to get this book. And I want you to tune into your body and God. Because that God does not shame you. God does not shame you for having premarital sex or whatever it is. Because why would we be given this ability to have such deep intimate connections with someone that's so fucking special only to be shamed? Why would we be shamed for it? We wouldn't be given that. And that's what I want you to understand. Our sexuality is our power. It's our life force energy. You look at Tantra, for example, the Tantric religion. It's all about sex. It's all about the intimacy. It's about being sensual, embodied, having an open heart, having these deep intimate connections. So everything's about perspective and one person has interpreted it and made it a religion. And it's still someone else interpreting it. It's not the truth. It's not coming from God. 
So I want you to understand your own truth, not my truth, not the church's truth. What is your truth? Listening to someone else's truth isn't going to do shit for you. It's not going to set you free. It doesn't feel like alignment in your body. When you feel alignment, you feel free. You don't worry about the what ifs, the shoulds, will I go to heaven or hell because your body is like, I am living my truth. So I've had some interesting questions and I kind of jotted down several of them that I wanted to share. So how to have a relationship with God without feeling the triggering of religious trauma. I feel very connected to a higher power with, but the religious aspect turns me off with many of the shaming pieces. How to separate my negative feelings about organized religion to not affect my spiritual growth. So you basically kind of answered your own question in here, right? You said organized religion and that it's hindering your spiritual growth. What I love about spirituality is that it's your own truth. What feels right for you in your body versus an organized religion, organized religion with a fucking agenda is just like, you know, there's, there could be a group of people together who say Biden is bad or Trump is bad or Biden is good. Trump is good. Whatever the fuck. It's an organized group of people that believe one thing and they preach it. And it does not mean that it is the truth. Nature, your connection with abundance, with love, with nature, with the divine, with purity, which is nature, that untouched purity. So if you were to look at a GMO apple, that's not pure. But if you were to go outside and feel like snow or something, that shit comes straight from God, right? It is untouched nature. That is religion. That is connection to oneness. So for a lot of us, our faith gives us the sense of ability to surrender where we don't feel fearful because we know that there's a higher power. However, the catch 22 is that a lot of us don't feel freer in an organized religion, right? We feel more shame. And that's not the point of faith. The point of faith is actually for you to feel like you always have someone looking over you. And if you don't feel that, you are not in your own truth. So when it comes to, you know, the triggers of religious trauma, I want you to understand your brain. That is not the truth. The Okay, so traumatic religious ways that some people have been brought up isn't necessarily the truth. It's a truth for some people. For some people, it's a reality, but it doesn't mean that it needs to be your reality. And another part of that question, how to overcome other people's expectations or hopes about how to live in your own life, that comes back to the same concept of like, someone else doesn't have to agree with your ways of living or your religion or your spiritual connection, but they have to respect you for it. So for some of you, you might move out of a strict religious ideology and your family is still in it and you might be like, fuck, how do I navigate this? And the bottom line is that if they are really religious and connected to love, they can love you and respect you and not agree with you. And that is what I want you to understand. 
You are asking for people in your life to do the same as you. You are asking them to respect your decision full stop. Okay. So another question is, let me see. My mom's always been a prude talking about how sex is horrible. Don't wear a short skirt or you'll attract the wrong kind of attention. So I definitely feel like this is a shameful thing for me. Okay. So similar kind of thing when I was younger in high school my dad would have me bend over and he he was like oh your butt crack's showing or I can see your boobs then you're gonna change you're not wearing those clothes to school right so another thing is like in society it's like oh don't wear short skirts or you're kind of asking for it right and for me it was about creating my own safety in my body and not giving my power away right so for religion When you are not listening to your own truth and you're listening to another human, you are giving your power away to that human. You are not connected to God. You are giving your power away to a fucking human and saying, I believe you more than I believe myself. Marinate in that. So when you work with me one-on-one, we dive deeper into these things. But bottom line, how do you come back to your truth? How do you come back to your body? Next question. I feel like God would be disappointed or ashamed if I didn't listen to my parents and organized religion. So when we're kids, we are told no sex before marriage. It's unsafe to have sex. God will punish you. So you believe that just like if you were brought up saying sex is liberating, do whatever you want. It's good to murder people like you would then believe those things, right? It's still about a story that you have been told growing up so you believe it but I want you to understand that God himself hasn't told you that and this is why you need to tune in to yourself and listen to God's words and the more you clear your energy and that clutter you can hear that voice loud and clear the God that I know the God that is unconditional in his love the God that is looking out for you babe he will do right by you That is the God. I have goosebumps. Oh my God. He is not trying to shame or diminish people's freedom of expression. Okay. There's a fear in regards to me getting away from religion. Okay. So here's another thing is if you're afraid of leaving religion, that is fear-based, right? You're not in alignment and it doesn't align with you because it's not your truth. So if you even think about leaving it, then just trust and have that faith in just going. So for me personally, when I was a teenager, I started questioning a lot of things about religion and I decided to stop praying, stop going to all these, you know, events and stuff. It just didn't feel right for me. And I always knew there was a higher power, but I didn't relate to there just being a God. I didn't relate to the Quran. I didn't even relate to the Bible. Like my 20s, I was really into Christianity and Catholicism. And I just didn't relate to all the rules, right? Like for me always, no sex before marriage. I was like, count me the fuck out of that one. That just didn't make sense to me because your sexuality and your sexual chemistry with someone is so important that in my mind, I was like, 
I've always been like, why would you marry someone if you didn't know how you connected with them in bed, right? Because you could just be best friends and then get married and have sex and it's awful and there's no connection, right? And it's like, why did you get married? We're just friends. (laughs) Like that sexual connection is actually really important. So it never personally related to me, which is why I was always trying to figure out my religion I then was like, maybe I don't believe in anything because I don't believe in this religion that I was taught growing up. And then I got into spirituality, kind of made it my own. And now I'm like, yes, this is a full body fuck. Yes, I know what I believe in. Next question is, I feel like religion looks at I feel like religion looks at women to be the quote, good girls. So yeah, so this is not God. This is men running a church. This is men running the church. And remember, let's remember what goes on with some of these churches, right? We all know what's happening behind closed doors. So this church doesn't seem so fucking pure to me. And I'm talking about the Catholic church right now. So a lot of these religions have a massive shadow side. And they have this massive shadow side because they are not living in their truth and what is in their alignment and what is your truth will actually come out. And if you're not trying to do that, it will come out in other ways because it is wound up with so much shame that you don't feel safe enough to express it in a normal, healthy way. So for example, let's use the example of priests touching little boys. So I actually know someone who this happened to, and I'm not just saying this for the hell of it. Like I know someone personally. Um, so for example, these priests have been told you can't have sex, be pure, 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 pure. And then you have these innocent young kids that can't say no. And because these priests have not had the ability to express their natural desires in a healthy way, they have a huge shadow side, which comes out in, in, in a very unhealthy way, right? And you should know this about anger, right? Because when you don't feel safe to express your anger, it eventually comes out like an exploding champagne bottle and not in a good way. Same exact thing with the shadow side to these religions. I hope that makes sense. So the pure good girl is a perception that men have put on women or people like the whole be pure, be pure, be pure thing. But the repercussion of that is a huge shadow side because it actually stops people from expressing themselves. Because to me, I'm very dirty and kinky. But that to me feels pure because it's my truth. Does that make sense? And to me, pure good girl is just being a nice fucking human. And don't be... Don't be out of integrity. Don't be a fucking disgusting human being. So, growing up Catholic, there's just so much of sex being bad and having multiple partners... How do I get past the voice in my mind that sex is the bad thing? Okay, so the voice in the back of your mind is this human-made church 
this gathering of people who have decided this is what we're going to preach about. That is the voice that's running in the back of your mind. God is not in your mind. God is not in your head. God is in your heart. So when it's in your head, it's not the truth. When something in it is in your heart, it is the truth. So the fact that you said that you, the voice is in your head, that's not your truth. So adventurous sex is normal because we are primal beings. We are not people. We are humans. We are human beings. We are animals. We have a primal side to ourselves. Another question here is, why do religions shame women? Hmm. Why do you think? Why do you think religions shame women? Because it's a group of men running it. That's why. They have a little bit of power. They're fucking bored. They're wounded. And they abuse their power. It's as simple as that. It's unfortunately, these people have power and the people that are listening to them are not embodied in their truth. And as a result of this, they are listening to these powerful, quote, powerful people running the church, which actually gives them more power. And then that creates more damage. So another thing is that a lot of people have this fear of going to hell. A lot of people are living out this fear-based story and realities. So stories and realities are just a story, right? So these people are living out of fear of like, I don't want to go to hell. And that's the opposite of what God wants you to live like, right? Like God wants you to live in love. God wants you to be happy, not fucking live in fear. So if you were to tune into your heart and ask, is wearing... Is showing my shoulders going to send me to hell or is it bad? God's going to be like, no, bitch. Why would I show give you shoulders if you can't show them? Like, are you always going to be in a fucking wetsuit when you go to the beach? Like, why do you think we get so mesmerized by women's bodies, by human bodies? Not because they're fucking fully clothed, but because it's a human body. It's touch. It's sensuality. Like, think about it, ladies. When it comes to the church and religion, we've been told that God created all of us. We're all so special, blah, blah, blah. Also, like, am I? Like, if God is so perfect and created us so perfectly, then why would he have given us primal desires? Why would he have given us intimacy? Why would he have given us sensuality? Why would he have made sex sex enjoyable where we want it all the time if we weren't allowed to have it all the time like if we weren't allowed if we were only allowed to have babies and there was nothing delicious and beautiful about it why would women's cycles then only have a certain amount of time that we can get pregnant right like if we were just baby machines then we would be able to fall pregnant any time of the month but we can't Does this make sense? When you think about it logically and in your heart, none of that shit actually makes sense. It's all been made up by people, people who are preaching to the choir. So the reason that we want to have faith is because it makes us feel safe in an unpredictable world. I love having faith. I love having my spirituality. It's a wonderful tour in our journey called life. And as a result, though, of there being this 
one-sided narrative that a lot of us have been fed when we were younger. For example, I was reading um, someone's question about growing up in my community, girls were treated differently than boys and like girls were allowed to do different things than boys. You can see how it's actually defeated the purpose of faith. The, por- the point of faith is to make you feel safer. But the story that's been fed to us, it doesn't align with us. So now it's time for us women to change those stories with what does feel right for us. So there isn't a one size fits all. There isn't. But I want you to tune into your truth. So I know that for a lot of you, there's a lot of trauma around your religion and we can dive into that in personal, you know, sessions, but the truth is what will set you free and make you feel safe. And as a woman, it is imperative to feel safe. So your truth will make you feel safe. The truth that you are being given does not make you feel safe. So you no longer need to believe it. So I think my point being is that one religion is not the truth. One religion is not the truth. You know, a lot of times people think that believe, but they, you know, they believe in God. God is the truth. They believe in Buddha. Buddha is the truth. A lot of people believe the universe, this is it. Your faith is actually just about your connection to oneness. So whatever makes you feel connected to oneness, that's what I want you to be sinking into. When it comes to how do you navigate family that doesn't agree with you and blah, blah, blah. You know, what if they like exile you? (laughs) My heart goes out to those people that will disown someone because of their religion because you can see how much they have gotten sucked into one way or the highway. And the reality is that religion is there to set you free, but it's not fucking setting you free. It's having you think that you can't live your life. But when you tune into your heart and you tune into God... Does God want you to feel like you can't live your life or that the world is an unsafe way or that being a woman is bad? Absolutely fucking not. Remember, it's like when we're kids and we perceive things from our parents. These humans preaching about the Bible are preaching about a perception of a piece of written information that we don't even know if it's the absolute truth. And my body says it's not the four truth. And a lot of things were left out a thousand and one percent. So when you think about it also, um, like miracles that come into my life, the way that I have been protected time and time again, how intuitive I am, how the things I've manifested, like, I've had tons of sex. I'm kinky as fuck. I show a lot more than, you know, my shoulders. I'm not, quote, pure. And if that was really so bad, then why do I feel so supported and looked after? Like, why do I feel like the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, is so, like, it's constantly looking out for me. Does that make sense? That's what I want you to anchor into. And another major thing I want to leave you with is how come every single religion has all these similar stories and yet it's 2021? 
and we have not attained peace. Religion itself is a division. In the world that we fucking live in, even our genders, sexuality, political shit, social economic status, these are all the ways we're dividing each other. And the root thing is the one thing that we don't even get to choose when we're younger is our religion. And then we're judging one another based off of it. So I want you to really practice the art of going into your heart space, going into your body and find what your truth is and live from that space of peace, bliss, and alignment. And I will talk to you all next week about vacations. If you don't know what that is keyword for, make sure to check out my Instagram, bloomshakti.com. I hope you got lots of inspiration and empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review or share this podcast so I can live my purpose to help other women claim their divinity. To work with me or stay inspired, follow me on Instagram at bloomshakti or check out my website, bloomshakti.com.